Uh, hey guys, uh, I know it's only been like a day since recording the first podcast, but I got a couple requests to record another one about the trade that I missed and also about the n- new trade between LA and Atlanta. So I thought might as well put one out there and, um, you know, if you don't want to listen to it, fine with me, you don't have to, but you know, for those who want to go ahead and listen to it. So I'm first going to talk about the one that just occurred, which is between LA and Atlanta. And it is, uh, so Brandon Cuniff and Freddie Freeman are going to the Dodgers in return, the Atlanta Bees are going to receive Luis Avilan, Jose de Leon, and Adrian Gonzalez. And so, looking at this trade, um, I'm surprised the Dodgers were able to pull this off. Because, I mean, and I honestly, I would not be surprised if this trade, once the trade committee is set up, is not overturned. Because early the Dodgers get uh, Freddie Freeman, 972 OPS. He's only 26 years old. He has quite a few strikeouts, 171. But, I mean, he's still a very solid power hitter combined with a 403 OBP. So he's an all-around pretty solid player. And you get Luis Avil- uh No, you get Brandon Cuniff as well. Uh, he, you know, he's going to be an okay reliever, 1.35 whip, but he has only 7.4 hits per nine, and he has, does have an 8.5 strikeouts per nine. So, you know, like, I think he's more like a toss, and I don't think he's going to be, like, the guy who breaks this trade or doesn't, but it's really based on Freddie Freeman. On Atlanta's side, they get Adrian Gonzalez. He's 34 years old. He has a 7.87 OPS. I mean, he's going to be, you know, okay starting first baseman this year. But really, by next year, maybe the year after, I really want, I would really want to move on from him. I mean, I don't think he has more than two, three viable years where he could actually start at the position. You get Jose de Leon, which, I don't know, he has a 1.53 whip with a 10.1 hit per nine and a 7.9 strikeouts. He's 23, but this is a big thing. He only has two, he has 272 innings pitched, and he has a stamina of 76. So real low, really low stamina, and he's one of the guys who was sort of sacrificed, I guess you could say, in the um, doubling of stats as 272 innings pitched. I can't believe his his contract has got to be starting with, you know, probably a. It's probably a double-digit contract starting off the bat, or maybe $9, with probably plus 3, plus 4 even possible. Uh, And I don't think he's ever... He only has, what, 23? He has four more positive progressions left. I don't think he's ever going to turn it into into anything. I think he's going to be sort of a guy that you might throw in after, like, three or four progressions into a long reliever role. And then you get also for the Bs, you get Luis Avalon. He's 26, 1.16 whip, but very solid hit per nine BB uh, walk per nine uh, split, 5.7 compared to 4.7 walks. And then his strikeouts are, I mean, unbelievable, 13.3. So 
this really this trade for me comes down to really like Adrian Gonzalez plus Luis Avalon compared to Brandon Cuniff. I mean, yeah, Brandon Cuniff and Freddie Freeman. Because I really think that uh, Jose de Leon isn't going to really amount to anything. I think he's sort of, you know, a guy. He's not, I don't think I wouldn't trade for him for a second round draft pick. Like, I wouldn't, you know, a guy, he would be a guy I would be like, okay, picking up in free agency, maybe giving a $1 per year contract. I mean, he's just not worth anything to me. And looking at this trade, like, I don't really get what the bees were thinking because it's not like you're probably not going to be able to go for it this year you do have julio Tehran and jeremy hellickson i mean it's a nice one two i mean it's an okay one two punch at the beginning of your rotation uh mike fulkaniewicz i think it's pronounced I don't know, you guys can correct me on that, but he's an okay third. I'd rather have him as my fifth guy, but, you know, then you sort of fall down to Williams, Perez, Adam Morgan. I mean, these guys are pretty bad. I don't really get what the Bees were doing here because they really downgraded at first base from Adrian Gonzalez to Freddie Freeman. I mean, that's a huge downgrade, not only in age, but at... Just right now, it's a 787 OPS to a plus 900 OPS. And you get in return like a solid relief pitcher who's going to progress another two times. But, I mean, I'm going to value that first baseman who can hit 30 home runs a season that compared to a relief pitcher who's probably only going to pitch, you know, he has a 23 stamina. I mean, I can't see him pitching more than maybe 80, 100 innings if you really push him. I don't know. I just really don't get this trade. From the Dodgers, I mean, this is a fantastic trade for them. They get a really solid guy, Freddie Freeman. He could be, I mean, he could be your starting, your first guy in the order at, with a 403 OBP. He could be, you know, one of your top, or he could be your third or fourth or second guy with, I mean, he has 34 home runs, 43 doubles. So he can be really anywhere in your lineup. And you really didn't have to give up a lot for him. I mean, you gave up a solid reliever, but you already had Jansen and Dayton and Baez, as well as, I mean, Blanton's an okay, Libertor's pretty good. I mean, you already had a solid bullpen, and you didn't really have to, I mean, giving up your, what, third or fourth best reliever for probably one of the better hitters in the entire league. I mean, that's a, a trade I would do every single freaking time. Uh, so yeah, I mean, honestly, I have to give this trade probably, I mean, a D minus at best, if not an F. I just don't really see what the bees were doing. Um, so the next trade I will be talking about are the bees and, uh, the Phillies. It's the one that I sort of missed. I didn't really look back at it all the way and I th in the first podcast, I just sort of wanted to put it out, put it out there. Didn't want to make it too long in case people didn't like it. But you know, I'll go back and review it. So, this trade was Robert Whalen and Matt Whistler to the Phillies for Jeremy Hellickson and Adam Morgan to the Bees. Um. So, I have to say this trade I'm 
probably going to lean Phillies on this because Morgan, Adam Morgan, he's never going to amount to anything. I mean, the Bs might actually have to use him this year as a long reliever, fifth guy in your rotation. But he's 26, but he has 226 innings pitch, and he has a 1.5 whip uh, made up mostly of hits per nine, and his strikeouts are only 7.6, so it's not like it's a 13 or 14 where it might be able to make up for some of those hits that he gives up. So, I mean, I don't really see him as worth that much. Uh, you take Jeremy Hellickson, which is obviously probably... Yeah, he's the best pitcher of the bunch for this year, but he's 29. He's probably on the, about to decline. I don't really... Again, sorry jumping, but uh, I don't really get what you're doing with this team. I'm, I mean, not to insult you or anything, but I don't see you competing this year. You just don't have especially by trading away Freeman, you don't have like that impact bat. You have a couple nice kids with Swanson. Uh, you have Kemp and Wrecker, which might be a, you know, a couple solid bats, but then you you don't have a true ace. Maybe you do with Julio Tehran, but you don't really have, I mean, Hellickson's your number two. I just don't see you as a playoff team. I'm sorry. And trading away Whistler and Whalen, um, although Whalen actually... He, I like his stats, 192 innings pitch, so he's not going to progress super well, but he has a 1.33 whip made out of mostly a lot of walks. He only has 7.5 hits per nine and a 9.5 strikeout rate. I do like that strikeout rate compared to the hits per nine. He's only 22. He has multiple positive progressions left. And then they, the Phillies also got Matt Whistler, 23 years of age, 156 innings pitched, so a really low innings pitched. So you should be progressing pretty quickly. He also has a 1.33 whip, but this is 9.2 hits per nine and a 6.6 strikeout rate. So I don't like this. I don't like Whistler as much, but I mean, he's only 23. He's going to progress. Uh, he's going to progress quickly as well. So, I mean, I would much rather take Whistler and especially as the bees as I don't see them competing this year if the bees were like uh, I mean if the bees were like myself the Cubs or the Dodgers or some other team that has a pretty solid chance I would say at competing this year I mean yeah I would probably I would at least consider this because Jeremy Hellickson is probably well yeah he's probably the best pitcher but honestly I could definitely see Waylon getting a similar like uh, compiled ERA. Like, I would not be, like, completely surprised because although Hellickson does have a relatively lower whip, his strikeouts are not unbelievable. His hits aren't, I mean, amazing. They're still in the eights. I don't know. I just, this trade actually, I mean, I don't see it getting overturned as I don't think it was the types, the type of a bad trade as the Dodgers did, as the Dodgers and B's trade was. But, I mean, this trade I would probably never do unless, again, I was on, like, my last year of contention and I just needed Helixon. Yeah, I don't know. I don't... Jumping. What are you doing here? Like, are you thinking you're competing this year? Because, I don't know. I just don't see it. Maybe, maybe you do. I don't know. Um, uh, that's it, I think, yeah. So those are the two trades that's gone down that I didn't talk about before. Um, 
then again, uh, give me any advice or if you don't, if you don't like uh, me doing multiple podcasts, I tr- I'll try to keep them to once a week. If you do, I'll try to, you know, record one in my free time. Um, yeah, so uh, we've gotten a couple new owners since that we last talked. We're down to three un- unowned teams, the Brewers, Twins, and Mariners. Uh, you know, not the best teams, but, you know, I think this league is going to be a really good league for rebuilding. I think it will give a chance. I I think it will give a chance to bottom feeders to rise up to the top. Like, I don't think this league will be dominated by the same, you know, three, four, five teams that a lot of leagues fall in that problem because of the luxury cap and because contracts are pretty well regulated. I think it's, I think it, there's a chance where the Mariners or the Brewers could, you know, build up a nice contender in a couple years. So hopefully those teams will be filled up within a couple days. I'll send out a league message about spring training after that, and uh, we'll get this ball rolling. Uh, Signing off, this is Windy City uh, for the second episode of the VRMLB podcast.